Every episode, bruh. I'm getting tired of saying this. Brought to you by, <laughs> you already know, BR Boys in the building. We're everywhere, bro. Like, all the East Coast. And I pull up on Instagram, and we got hoodies now? Yo, William, Patrick, there's nothing more I Please. love than some good-ass hoodies. I need one. This is Send episode it. 38. We've been doing promos 38 weeks in a row. Yo, <laughs> I want some water too. Like, I'm not even asking for alcohol at this point. DM us. Like, I just want a fucking hoodie. Please hook your boy up. Elvis wants, Elvis wants one too. And Please. let me get a case of water. Water. That's cognac. <laughs> Fucking caviar. Hard episode rock. 38. Let's get into it. Come on. Come on. You have now entered the lab with Elvis Escobar, Fort Sama, episode 38. Welcome to the lab. Just got back, had a little flight day. Haven't talked to you much this week, my man. Uh, what you been up to? What's going on, right? It's kind of kind of weird how we had some, some of these weeks where we don't talk at all. I know, man. Nah, this, bro, like, as some of you may know, some of you may not know, I was in South Florida last weekend. I kept it low-key, super low-key, you know. I didn't do anything, bro, like. I literally, my brother put, my brother hit the nail on the head. He's like, you came down to be put through the ringer. Because Friday night, went to the gym with him and my boy Birdo. We hit legs, heavy legs. Woke up Saturday. Cheese was like, yo, let's hoop. Went to Deerfield LA Fitness, hooped. Like, played like six, seven games. After doing legs the night before. And then, yeah, yeah, exactly. He's like, you'll be all right. I was like. Bro, <laughs> walking like this, 30. walking like that, waddling, bro, <laughs> waddling, doing that old man walk, like, yeah, little pimp walk shit. Then left that, went home, chilled maybe for like not even an hour to go hit arms with David. Jeez. And then I got to chill Saturday night, watch the fights. Great UFC event. Sunday. We'll get into that later. Sunday chilled, went on a walk. I had some, I had some matcha, <laughs> matcha's fire, matcha is fire. Uh, and then Monday, bro, I didn't leave South Florida till like almost 10 p.m. at night, cause I was like, yo, David, let's go to the gym. I waited for dude to get off work. Went to the gym at like five, and then like you know, bullshit at the crib. Got to Georgia at 3:30 in the morning. Damn, you're wild. You drove straight? Or, oh, well, yeah, have, yeah. yeah. I stopped right. in Jacksonville, like, a little bit before Jacksonville at Bucky's to get some gas. Got a uh, chicken burrito. Shit was fine. Yo, Bucky's is legit, bro. Yeah. Like, Bucky's is I gotta is go the there shit. next time I'm driving up north. Yeah, definitely. I, I recommend Bucky's. And I was like, I, I was like, on the drive, I'm like, yo, like, we've been cooling at work. So I, I'm going to get lucky. We ain't going to do shit. I can get to work. Relax. Get get to work. Eighty machines. 
I'm like, oh, busiest, of course, bro. Like, busiest day of, course, of the year, real quick. Of course, bro. Like, just <laughs> off rip. I'm like, all right, bro. Like, there's, there's nothing else I could do but just get at it. And we're almost done with them. We we uh, pretty much finished up. So but. I'm just hanging around, man. You know, got a massage yesterday. Feel great. Yeah, you're treating your body like a temple. You know, you're doing little ice baths. You're. You I did do workouts too. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's ice. something that I, I would want to do only because I've heard, you know, Joe Rogan big it up. I've heard the Liver King big it up. It's like, all right, it's got to be doing something to somebody, you know, just even if you're not working hard body like that, working out hard body, you got to, nah. you know, it's good to change up your, your molecules in your body. You know what I mean? It's good for your mental, bro. Like you and your mental, a, of course. You sit in a cold. I, I bought like 50 pounds of ice, and that's still not enough, I think. Because it kind of just like Damn, that's crazy melts melts pretty fast like in the tub like once you I put, put your my, body in it like yeah. it's gonna melt you know I put my hand in a freezer the other day I told you and I uh, I was like I don't know how you do these ice baths Dude. I put my hand in it for more than five seconds just to find a beer during a party and <laughs> my hand was frozen it's like my lower body is straight like I'm good with my lower body but mm-hmm. like. As soon as I start dipping, like, my back and my arms, like, my that fingers. Chest, and then, shoulders, like, my yeah. chest, because that's where your heart is, bro. Like, mm-hmm. that shit, like, you feel it a little bit more. And it's, you really got to, like, lock in and, like, concentrate. That's why I like to, like, FaceTime somebody or, like, call someone or shit. Just yeah, so I get don't, your mind I'm not off even it. thinking of it. Like, Smart. I'm just like, yeah. But, nah, I, it's beneficial, bro. I, I definitely feel a lot better. Like, I, I've been slacking the last, like month but i was doing them like once a week once every like week and a half but like you said I, i've been doing a lot of shit for my body bro oh yeah that's important because uh obviously you had to do your thing you came down to south florida it's not not a secret it just wasn't promoted <laughs> and then you had to go everybody up. everybody was out of town yeah all the boys yeah, were out a- of town everyone was in iowa <laughs> everybody was in iowa shout out gravy for getting shout out uh, gravy. married um, everybody was in Iowa, and um, yeah, you had to travel back to Savannah on Monday. So that Coriac thirty seven episode, go check it out if you haven't. After you listen to us here or watch us Straight here from my mom's closet, yeah, of course, the legendary <laughs> closet um, with no mic. No ring lights. Yeah, no mic, no nothing. AirPods computer. <laughs> yeah, that was great because uh, it was. We recorded that on the Sunday. We we don't record ever on Sunday, and we recorded early, so I kind of had to adjust my schedule. Um, But it was better for me because I had to edit the podcast Monday, so I could take off for New York on Tuesday. But yeah, Coriac album. I'm gonna be biased. I'm gonna be biased. I think from the outside looking in, after I watched that episode and I heard it a few times. Personally, I think that was one of my better episodes of me asking questions and like right. really, really talking. So like you know, just maybe tune in for that. So you like, had those five P's ready. Yeah, you yeah. were, um, you know, you're developing. You're you're getting better. Iron sharpens iron. For. That's all I can ask for. I'm just trying yes. to get like you, dog. Hey, you know, I'm just winging it too. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. <laughs> but, uh, Big Six album obviously came out on eight eighteen. We had episode thirty seven. With Koryak, it was 47 minutes of uh, great quality. Uh, not straight question, answer, question, answer. It was, it, the conversation really flowed. You know, he had great feedback. He had great answers to some of the things we didn't, you know, rehearse or, or, or send him a script on what we were going to talk about. And we kind of just, you know, piggybacked off the uh, other episode that we did on 26. 
uh, and just match that. So obviously we're two for two with Koryak entering the lab and um, his album's great. I mean, there yep. I caught myself. Uh, yeah, I caught myself uh, a few times during the week, like just saying random lyrics that he has because I listened to the I consumed the album so much um, before, during, and after uh, that episode day. dropped. Yeah, so better than your best day. I give it to him, man. Uh, quality album, go check it out. Big Six, Apple Music, uh, YouTube page, uh, which is uh, After Cash Records. He's got merch coming Koryak. out. You can pre-order it. Yep. So he's he's yeah. doing his Expect thing, him bro. to be back. You know, he's got he for sure. He hinted like a us. deluxe album, you know. Look uh, stay tuned for that. But he's uh you know, now it's about for him, it's about grinding, it's about doing some shows, listening parties and all that. So fully support. You know, we didn't know him before that and uh, I'm glad to know him so we could have, you know, one of the uh, original, you know, different flows. You know, we like to interview people that know about sports uh that focus in the media focus on entrepreneurship but then now we have on our roster uh you know a rapper or entrepreneur or somebody that's out there in a different artist uh grinds up we're blessed and fortunate to have him want to be a part of our show you know ask sure. us check in on us and and promote and cross promote so he's a good dude um my week got back from new york this week you know had my my nephew's Birthday party, sixth birthday, Sonic themed. Nice. Super into Sonic. I'm starting to think all these all these kids' parties every year because I start seeing the, the same themes. Out. That's what I mean. It's like these movies be pushing these themes hard because like last year was all dinosaurs. The year before that, it's like every year I start to see a like a common theme in these themes of birthday parties and these whether it's a movie, whether it's a show. They figured it out how to advertise to these kids because he's super obsessed with tales and yeah. Have you just, seen the movie? It's crazy. Uh, I haven't seen the movie. I was gonna. I made a point to watch the movie on shrooms. Um, <laughs> I still may do that, and we'll we'll probably do that. So, uh, yeah, it was it was a great weekend. Got to hang out with my new nephew, my godson. It was a uh, it was good. Got into the city. Went to the sex museum in I've Manhattan. That. that was pretty dope. Uh, well, forty bucks for a ticket. And you know, I heard it was on discount from seventy, which not worth forty dollars, but it's it's 70? one of those like That's a lot. Yeah, no, so it was forty dollars a ticket, it came out to like ninety something, but you know, right. was it worth every dollar? No. But it was it worth doing and say you did it and have that oh, memory? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it was one of those yeah. like when you're there and you're looking for something new to do, which we go to the city every time we're there. So we're always trying to look for new things other than sports to go to. That was pretty cool. Sex museum, very some of it was right in your face. Some of it interactive. You're watching, you know, little. Brie was sending. Brie was sending me snaps. Yeah, <laughs> it was, was like, fun. All right, bro. I was like, they got flashlights. <laughs> she had like, a good yeah, time. They got, they got everything. Yeah, she she definitely had a good she, time. <laughs> she definitely had a good time. Um, and then uh, yeah, went to the Jets Giants game preseason game. It was kind of like a a whim. I uh, wanted to meet up with my boy AP, so we kind of found a middle ground of meeting up at the game. That was cool. It was like 40 bucks, good seats. We left midway through the fourth, but it was a good time in New York. Uh, hopefully, I'm not traveling for a long time. Hopefully, I will not have to take another flight. I take a flight in October for Austin F1 for Texas, and then hopefully there's not one the rest of the year. I'm not going away for the holidays. I'm staying right here. Busy this the end of the year, so... No, uh, East Coast Esco is staying, staying <laughs> local. 
That's what you say now. I know, right? Until until somebody wants to go to fucking Costa Rica randomly. For real. I hate myself if I do that. Costa Rica is lit, bro. They don't got a military. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, let's go to that place without a military just in case, you know, for the cartels to just take over. Smart. Oh, shit. But yeah, so this episode 38, we were going to have a guest on. Um, Things didn't work out, but it... If we have this person on episode 39, it's probably best because scheduling NFL, you know, give a little teaser there. But um, hopefully that person will be able to jump on 39 because uh, it is a reoccurring guest. It is it would be the second time this person enters the lab. So we'd be excited to have them, um, you know, come chop it up, talk betting, football, some sports and have some fun. So didn't work out for 38, but it, I, I think it'll work out for 39 next week. Um, yeah, let's just shoot the shit because uh, we haven't in two or three weeks. I feel like that episode with Koryak was one week, but then like planning out this week, we weren't really prepared. Yeah. We didn't know what was going to go down. I was traveling all day, so let's get into it. Football's coming. I'm excited. We got our draft tomorrow. Yeah, we do, right? You got the first pick. Fort Salma running the league, second let's year in a row. Yeah, I got second the first, year, baby. first pick. I will say that Jonathan Taylor is my, you know, perspective, oh, potential. First? Yeah, uh, first yeah, pick. I mean, you, you Just go by default. That man's going <laughs> to touch the ball so much. He, you know, t- he, What I look for for a first-round pick if you're taking a running back is does the guy touch the ball no matter what, whether it's passing or rushing? Does he touch the ball over 20 times? Back in the day, if you're a number one, you're touching it 30 times, no matter what, rushing right. or. Now it's like sometimes you draft an, a first round in the depth charts one, and he might not touch the ball more than 15 times, maybe 18 times. Like it's really rare. So I'm trying to, you know, when you're you're picking number one or top pick, you're like, who is, you know, because you can't weigh health into it. Health, no. yeah, health no. is always going to be an issue. You know what, what? What's your philosophy last year when I picked? Uh, hey. Availability is better than ability, or availability is the best ability. Yes, that's and that's true. But you can't predict health and, and availability, so you got to go with guys like Jonathan Taylor, uh, Derek Hen- Henry. You know, it's stuff gotten. You know, McCaffrey's going to get the ball a lot too now that he's back healthy. So you got to go with guys that are going to guarantee touch the ball no matter if they're down fifty or up fifty. They're going to touch the ball twenty times. Yeah. That's how I look. So I'm excited, man. Uh, we got your draft this week. Got a couple next week. I'm doing three leagues this year, like last year. What are you doing? I got two. Okay. Just those. Uh, yeah, I do I'm basketball, running. too, so it kind of bleeds. Ooh. Like At one point, it's like baseball, basketball, and football. It's kind of good. Ew, bro. I know. No hey. way, dog. No way. Like, nah, I can't do basketball. I did basketball like one or two years. And Basketball's not con- time-consuming. Once you have your – once you draft well, I've been doing that for three or four years. Once you, uh, it's, it's all about the draft with basketball. If you draft yeah. well, that's like 85% of what you have to do. Obviously, there's some pickups and injuries during the season you got to monitor. But if you pick all-stars or, or fringe all-stars, you're good. Like, you don't really have to – take them out ever you're always going to keep guys in you're not making matchup deals so it's a lot different where baseball you have to pay attention more football you just got to pay attention when you set your lineup and also for the waiver wire so yeah no i can't basketball was too much like i 
because it's, it's games on every night. Like, I mean, there's going to be games on every night now, too, with football because you got Monday night, you got Thursday night, you got Saturday yeah, night games, you got Sunday night games, Sunday all day. So, like, it's kind of the same shit, but I don't know. It's just something about fantasy football that's just, like, sacred to me. For real, yeah. There, It's like uh, it's become, I mean, over the last five years, it's become super mainstream where – you know, players from other sports and whatever are talking about it in, out in the open. I remember when I've been doing fantasy football was the first one I did, and then fantasy baseball. Uh, I started when I was like 16, 17 years old. So I've been doing it for, for you know, 16 years, 15 years, yeah. which is crazy because yeah. a lot of people that I talk to. I've been doing it for a while. Too. At around my age, I haven't yeah. been doing it that long. Yeah, now like a lot of girls do it too. Not that there's anything wrong with that. We love that and appreciate women. Shout out Brittany. She football. handles business. Yeah, she really does. Britt's fucking great. Britt's better than a lot of dudes. <laughs> like, yeah, top girl Britt. She could trash yep. talk with the best of them and also for manages sure. her team. She had a great team last season. Yeah. In was, all men's leagues. So. Like, it was like her and me, like, battling for first place for a while. Like, I was like, yo, yep. someone would beat Britt. Like, please. Because I lost the first week and, like, she was undefeated and I had one L. I was like, yo, come on. Someone needs to beat Britt. Shit. Yeah, you start running away and you're starting, like, yo, somebody's got to beat her if it's not me, just to make things even but a yeah, little no, bit. We appreciate that. Like, it's it's become a lot more mainstream. So. Yeah, we'll save some majors uh, football talk for, like I said, if we have that person come into the lab uh, next week, we'll definitely take major, talk major football. Um, if they don't, we're still going to kind of load up next week with major football. I think we should save some stories. Uh, there's that Matt Ariza scandal, you know. Bleed. We'll see how that develops. Um, yeah. I'll touch on it quick just so we could at least touch on it, and then if it – uh, develops or it gets bigger or more info comes out, which I think will. Uh, Punter for the Bills came out that he and maybe two or three others alleged raped the girl that was 17. There's some evidence or witnesses that say they have it, and this happened, what, years ago, a couple years ago, right? Who maybe knows, one or two yeah. years ago. Whatever the situation is, it's kind of weird that it come, things come out two to three years later. Um, but, hey, we don't know the details, so we can't judge either side. He got released from the Bills. Smart move by the Bills. Um, even if yeah. it's not true, um, this is pretty ugly. You don't want to deal um, with that. Yeah, that's pretty ugly where it's like no longer – now you're going into a season where you're a potential Super Bowl favorite. You don't want the media to be talking about this while you're doing well or bad. So let's take care of this. If he's if he's innocent, sign him. You know, re-sign him. Let's say it comes out to be a lie – whatever, you know, just playing the devil's advocate. If it comes out as a lie, uh, then you could always resign. I'm sure the Bills have first rights to them, protecting their own smart business on their end. But it's pretty ugly. We'll see what happens. Um, we won't touch about it too much because there's not much to talk about or debate. It basically yeah. got alleged that he did some bad and awful things. And, uh, and if he did do it, shit, <laughs> he's going to burn for it. And, uh, you know, he's saying all the things that you're supposed to say when you're innocent or guilty is it's false that person it's not how it went and all that so we'll see if that develops um a lot of things later on in this episode we'll talk about like movies and shows been coming out that i wanted to touch on um what we didn't get to talk about last episode was that uh that ufc 278 card <laughs> usman edwards I'll let you take it from here because uh, I was locked in. I had my laptop. 
didn't buy it, but I also, wink, wink, didn't stream it either. You know, it just showed up on my laptop while I was in bed, kind of falling asleep at the very end, and (laughs) boom, I woke up right after a a sonic boom kick. Yeah, went to to the temple. Yeah, so talk about that fight. Man, like, I was just, I was really excited to, you know, see the Jose Aldo fight because I wanted to see what he brought to the table and, you know, what he was going to do against a good contender and whatever dude's name is, Marab. But, man, like, he didn't really do much. Like, he just kind of just, like, bounced around the fight, like, hung out. Like, I was disappointed in, in that. Good thing we got a fucking banger after that in Paulo Costa and Luke Rockhold. Luke Rockhold coming back, hasn't fought in three years, and nowhere near fighting shape, but he fucking brought it, bro. Like, he, that fight was lit. That was fight of the night, probably. Paulo Costa, bro, like, you look real good, no homo. You look shredded. Your physique is nice, all that kind of stuff, but there's no way you, you let, you can let Luke Rockhold, like, fight with you for three rounds after not fighting for three years and he smeared blood all over your face that was so wild you, i bro. love that that was wild bro and he's talking mad shit like granted paulo costa should not be as funny as he is like he's definitely a must follow on twitter this dude talks mm-hmm. so much shit he's he's fucking he's a comedian i love it and he had a lot to say after the fight which was good too. watch that but man like props to luke rockhold you know he's retiring that was wild that's like one of those flashbacks when you see like 10 years from now you're like oh shit i know exactly when i I watched it where i watched it because that's a memory yeah yeah and then you know main event fucking leon edwards Usman. Usman was minus 340 edwards was plus 280 my brother said that line was skewed i mean it was like first round was even and then round two three and four was pretty much Usman just ragdolling Edwards, just doing what Usman does. Mm-hmm. And it th- fifth round, there was a minute left. <laughs> These dudes were giving, you know, commentator Joe Rogan, they were giving fucking Usman his flowers. And, you know, they were saying, you know, giving Leon Edwards a moral victory. And, you know, Usman bit on the faint, ducked down to mm-hmm. the left or the right, and then bop. You know, straight left knee to the dome. Kind of just like what Cheeto Vera did to Dominic Cruz a few weeks ago. Same type of shit. And Usman just eyes rolled back to his head. And props to Leon Edwards for not, like, running up on him and giving him a few more punches. Because he easily could have done that. I don't advocate violence. But, hey, sometimes it's needed especially in a championship fight you gotta do what you gotta do bro <laughs> you know so and and like bro he he said it before he's like he was like he said pound for pound headshot bang mm. uh, <laughs> bro they're running that shit back i would <clears throat> leon edwards really wants to fight jorge masvidal because they got some beef and they got some history but masvidal don't deserve no fucking title shot he's ranked like ninth like I would love to see it, but he's got to fight like a top five contender and win before he can get another title shot. There's no way. Don't don't do that. But man, I I love that it kept things interesting. 
right? It I really did up, keep bro. things interesting in the I UFC. Fucked up. It really does. What did you do? I, I went on Twitter, bro. I forgot I was streaming, mm. and I went on Twitter. I hadn't gone on Twitter the whole night. I mm. hadn't even been on my phone. I hadn't even been on my phone the whole fucking time because I'm just watching the fights, you know, talking shit with my parents and, you know, Gilbert yeah. and shit. And my brother and fucking go on my phone and I see a tweet and I'm like, no. I, hate that. I was like, fuck. And like 30 seconds later, mink. Yeah. So. <laughs> right? When you're just, when you're behind a little bit and you're just like, ah, like natural, I'll just go on Twitter or like, you know, I've, I've done that so many things, whether it's wrestling, because sometimes I don't watch it live and I'm just like, ah, just go on and I start seeing things. I'm like, fuck. Now I got to watch it or whatever. Yeah, that sucks. But, um, but man, it makes things interesting in UFC, and that's what you want. You know, obviously, you want to watch, you know, fighters like Usman go 18-0, 19-20. It's fun. It's great for yeah, the sport, yeah. you know, to build that legacy. But also, you know, um, it wasn't a fluke. It wasn't yeah. uh, a guy that didn't deserve it. You know, he worked his ass off. So you, all, you always tipped a cap at, uh, at Edwards and... Like I said, it keeps it interesting. You got now you get maybe a rematch. You get, you know, two guys at the helm. You know, you just the more people that could touch that gold, the better um, as far as the sport. So I know Dana White likes it, you know, because oh, it, it creates yeah. two champions now, two worthy champions yeah. instead of just one on a hill. Yeah, we got we got a great fucking card this weekend. Um, champion. No, nah, sorry. I'm lying. Uh, my uh -uh. boy. Charles Air Jordan is fighting. It's in okay. it's in Paris. It's in Paris. So it's early. Prelims start at twelve. Main card starts at three PM. So, you know, make sure you're up oh, early, yeah. locked in. Is that you know the not is that the UFC fighting out Sarah Gone? Yeah. Whitaker. Yeah, and, wow, you got Gane. you got you got a nice yeah. nice two matches yeah. there. Yeah, uh Charles Air Jordan should have won his last fight. That boy turned up in the third round. He got robbed. And yeah, you got fucking Robert Whitaker and Marvin Vittori, one and two contenders in, in middleweight. That's I think that's gonna be fight of the night. And then yeah, I mean Cyril Gunn and Ty Tuivasa. I love Bam Bam. I love Ty. Every time he wins, he takes a shoey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that guy. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. been on the social media a lot lately. Yeah. Lately, yeah. For him. so yeah, he's number three after he beat Derek Lewis. I'm I'm excited, bro. I, I love when two heavyweights go at it. And and not when they're just like banging, like pause, like these two dudes are, are versatile mm -hmm. in in what they do. And Gon Gon's a beast. Gon was undefeated until he yeah. lost to Nganu. I like him. <laughs> that's that's not a bad person at all to lose to. Yeah, he's legit. So yeah, I I, I don't like. <sighs> I really want to see Bam Bam win. Like that would be so great. And then Bam Bam fights whoever freaking Geary and. Or no, sorry. Who? Bam 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 gets to fight in Ganu. Oh fuck! Why not oh, bring it back? Fuck. Bring it back. Bring it. Uh, and Ganu's a little hurt, right? He's recovering. Yeah, yeah. He had like some knees. Are stuff. they doing an interim champion? Uh, no, I don't. Is think he so. out for that long, or he's not? He's not out no, for that long because I know UFC is no, no. very quick to. If you're gonna be out forty-five days or thirty or sixty days, you're it. You're, they're gonna create an interim champ, which I love because. Yeah, I like it's that a, too. It's a precedent of like, hey, why are we gonna wait for you to recover? Be Let's ready. say you have it takes sixty days to recover, and then you have a setback, and it, now you're ninety days. You're ninety days as a business without defending a title, like nah. So I like that. 
usually you have that interim title uh, right away. So um, he's going to be ready to fight, you know, sooner than later, though. Yeah, I think he'll be able to fight soon. All right, good. I'm still looking at some things right now. My dog, my dog, do Bronx, do Bronx, Charlie, Charlie, leaving his best. I see life. that photo with the Dotties. Yeah, he's he's out here, bro. He's he's doing his thing. I can't even blame him. Can't even blame him. Like, that's, that's my goat, bro. That's my goat. Oh, that's your man's. It's my guy, bro. I love him. I, I want to hang out with him. I ain't mad at that. I ain't mad. Ah, <sighs> let's see. Let's keep this. Keep on going. All right. Well, in basketball. Uh, a couple of weeks back, I got some good news finally <laughs> after a long fucking since June 30th. KD and the Nets are running back. They had a meeting. GM, coach, owner was there. I think they came to a business decision where KD looked at it from a business and basketball decision was, hey, if I go to another team and it's probably like Memphis or Boston or some other team where it's like they're going to have to trade half their team or all their assets and I'm going from a good, a very good, great team to a good team, very good team, and I now I got to start over again. So uh, I knew it would come to that, and, I, and you know you're not leaving a bad team. You're leaving a, a no. team that's just gone through it. You know what I mean? And a lot of it out of people's controls, a lot of it in their control. But you haven't given it a fair shake yet. Um, I think this is going to be the first year that you could say no COVID. Um, you know, injuries are going to happen. Um, we're, we're actually going to see what the Brooklyn Nets are for the first time in three years. Yeah, because, you know, COVID, Kyrie couldn't play half the games. Harden was and out. And he was protesting shit here yeah. and there, like, yeah. a lot going KD on. was out, like, you know. And Harden was trying to figure out what contract he wanted and who, who he wanted to do that contract with, so you had that. Yeah. You don't and have those factors anymore. Throw that out the window. You know, and then, like, at the at the second half of the season, like you trade Harden, and now you got a bunch of new people coming in. Yep, you know who are great players. They're not bad players, but yeah, bas- basketball is all about chemistry, bro. Like it doesn't matter. Like we see that with Golden what kind State. of players you have. Like you 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 need chemistry. You need these players yep. to get twenty thirty games in together. Sometimes even more to to know what they're doing, bro. Like the Heat had LeBron, D Wade, and Chris Bosh, and they started nine and eight. And everyone was saying, blow it up. Blow it up. Are you fucking dumb? Blow it up after 17 games? (laughs) You not know basketball, bro? ESPN loved that. And then LeBron bumps into uh, Spoelstra, and they're like, oh, my God, fire Spo. Get Spo out of here. LeBron doesn't like Spo. You know, bro, like, this is is all drama, bro. Like, the NBA is, like, yeah, we love it on the the court, but off the court, like, it's just as much. Yeah, man, that's why as a fan, you know, obviously I go from, you know, everybody who's listening to this podcast for five minutes could tell or, or already knows that, you know, I, I go from poverty with the, with the, and well, I go from hope with the New Jersey Nets when I first watched it, then poverty for many times, then with the Brooklyn Nets, go some, you know, we trade away our team, then back to poverty, then back to this. So it's like the up and downs. That's why I envy, I, I say this all the time, I envy you as a Miami Heat fan and, and a loyal fan where, You've been that since day one, just like I've kind of been with the Nets, where you've had that 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 consistency with ownership, GM, and coach. You've had that for what ten years, ten, twelve yeah, years. Like more, that's a yeah. that's not a thing anymore. It's, no, in basketball, it, that's bro, not a it thing it where takes, you have all three entities 
together for more than five years. The thing is, like, everyone wants satisfaction, like, everybody and like Egos. it doesn't happen dog like don't. you're not gonna build a you're not gonna build a dynasty in two years shit you don't get no. to be a dynasty unless you fucking win three out of five or yeah. two out of five or you Hell know yeah. you're not gonna get that off the rip bro like it's hard man managing these so personalities now yeah and everyone got a personality now social media all that kind of stuff like it's different than it was when there was no social media you know but right each player viewing themselves as a business, and I get it. No, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not even saying these things as a negative. You just there's just so many variables nowadays where you know ownership looks at a team. That, right? It was Brown, I'm Brown, and 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 I I think there's you could say there's more. You know, if you're not, if you're looking at it from a fan, you're looking at it as there's more negatives and positives. If you're looking at it as a player, there's more positive than negatives. You're looking at it as an ownership, there's more negatives and positives. So like it depends on who, what side you're on, really, because Bron did evolutionize the free agent, the contract, the business, being a business, having control, and rightfully so. These guys are the ones that are making money, but you're creating so much chaos and inconsistency where a guy like KD. If you would ask him two and a half years ago, hey, do you want to go play pickup ball for $1,000? He'd say yeah because he didn't think he could ever play again. You know, a ruptured Achilles at the age of 31. And it's funny because it's like a year and a half later, all of a sudden he's demanding a trade from a great team. Right. Like, oh, shit. Like, it's crazy how, like, in that moment things are high or low and then something else happens and you, it just changes your whole thought process. So I always thought about this through the process. I go, I think eventually – the Nets did the right thing. They held out as a business. Like, we locked you down for four years. We're not just going to let you go. We're not, you're not dangling this in front of us, and uh, we'll call your bluff. And they called his bluff, and guess what? They compared it to the Kobe Bryant when Kobe Bryant even said it after he retired. He was a phone call. He, he was searching for houses in Chicago. Yeah, when he was like he to go in to 2008 or 2009, like that's how close he was. And guess what? He came back and he won, I think, one or two titles and an MVP or something. So I'm not relating it to Kobe, but first of all, it could be because KD and Kobe could be on that same level, you know. So you're right. Swallow swall the Terramana on the wrong oh, pipe. Shit. Wow. No, I just didn't realize how much I put in just now i forgot that i poured more uh -huh. <laughs> that's funny but we'll wrap it up but yeah it's uh it's all it's all relative you know you got hopefully you know kobe i i, I tell brie all the time you know because she, she doesn't know kobe and Shaq. out of the what 10 years maybe they were together they liked each other for half a season <laughs> like, they weren't they, they weren't together like loving each other they didn't go out to dinners they didn't spend uh family time together and ironically you have Kyrie and KD that do that stuff together, yet they're not okay. So, uh, you know, humans are a weird species. Um, they're, we're, we're all selfish in our way, own ways, but um, we'll see it work out. I think I winning cures Kyrie. everything. I love Kyrie, but that dude is definitely out there. Like, he's on a, a one-year deal, essentially. He's basically got a one. He opted in. He's got a one-year deal. And guess no, what? I'm not saying, like, out of uh, Brooklyn. I'm just saying, like, he's out there out in life there like as, mentality. As yeah, yeah, yeah like, he is. But sometimes, I, like, I want to have his I, back, but sometimes I'm yeah. just like, come on. Bro. I know. There's so many times I go back and forth. It's like I go back and forth because I go, oh, if I was an athlete, I'd probably be thinking and kind of doing the same thing. But 
there's so many inconsistencies in his actions and his decisions that it makes it so hard to like he's all over the place sometimes and and he's trying to figure it out he's still in his 20s he's about to be 30 so he's figuring it out but man We'll see. And then you got the other side, Pat Bev going to the Lakers. That's funny. <laughs> Pat Bev and Russell Westbrook don't like each other no, too much. That's, that's going to be fun. Nah, nah, they, the nah, memes nah, on that were hilarious. Other. They Rob, hate each other. They hate bro. each other. Like, like it's I, – I don't – Russ has to be out of there now. Cause there's they say. No, they say. There's, there's – no, bro. Like, there's no way. <laughs> there's they no way. Coexist. As an organization – not even that. As an organization, you make that move. Like, Without knowing, hmm. But they, they just like the just like the KD thing in a in the opposite way. Like KD is like a great talent on a big time contract. Westbrook is a uh, a whatever talent on a big contract, and it's like hard to fucking up. It's hard to unload something like that. You know what I mean? So it's Dude. like you're gonna have, and you, they don't have draft picks. You're not gonna throw away your team. You're gonna have to. Do what maybe John Wall did. People are saying like, if it if it doesn't work as a unit, you pay him to stay away. And will Westbrook do that? I don't think so. John I mean, Wall was going to a point where he's not really going to have a choice. Uh, that's going to be actually, a... unless he actually plays well. Yeah, that's going to be interesting dude, to watch. There was, there was a thing where Braun tweeted about it about Westbrook, and he's like, yo, stop trying my dog. Like, he coming back better than ever, blah, 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 blah. <sighs> and then they had, like, four different screenshots of when he tweeted at other players, and then they got traded, like Kuzma. Uh-huh. Uh, who else? All the it? time. I forget, yeah. And they just got shipped away. But, like... it's <laughs> LeBron tries to tries to fluff the media, uh, the PR aspect, right before somebody gets traded, just to put yeah. it out there. Like, ah, oh, see, yeah. I didn't have anything to do with that. No, no, man, that that's not gonna work, bro. Cause nope. uh, they they can't be on the court at the same time. Because <laughs> if Pat Bev got the ball, he's not passing to Westbrook, and if Westbrook got the ball, he's not passing to Pat Bev. Well, they're both veterans. They're both, you know. I think <laughs> I think I think something gives eventually at the time so, where, you know, that you do have a new coach. You do have a new coach there that was handpicked by LeBron, I, I believe. Um, I forget his name, but he's from the Milwaukee. Uh, he's assistant coach um, and a former player, a uh, role player in the NBA. And uh, they're going to have to change the way Russ. Darvin Ham. Uh, okay. Uh, they're going to have to change the way Westbrook goes about his business. He can't hold the ball. It's going to be hard for him. to. He's, he's not good at threes. He's going to be a um, either you're passing or you're slashing. And I just oh. made that up on the fly, and it sounds good. Uh, you're gonna either have to pass or slash. Like the Lakers had a squad, though. They had a yeah. squad. They had Lonzo. They had Kuzma. They had Brandon Ingram. They had Josh Hart. They had Caruso. Bro. And then they traded it for AD. Yeah, I mean they got a championship, but like <sighs> now they got nothing. The NBA. Nothing but drama. Not a day off. Uh, in in baseball, not 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 topics we're going to discuss, but just new thing. I wanted to see your Julio uh, Rodriguez of the Mariners Got has the played bag. has played over a hundred games in the MLB. He's on the IL now from like a wrist injury. He might be coming back soon. Four hundred million. He's uh, he's a rookie, right? 
not the I mean he's gonna qualify for rookie of the year and he's probably gonna win it offense offensively. But yeah, four hundred million, it's one of those deals where either baseball player uh teams know your talent and they lock you down and for, I think it's like fourteen, 14 years. years. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's and there's been deals like that over the last um And that's all guaranteed baseball's all guaranteed, right? Yeah. So changing? it's you know, it's one of those things where you lock down a talent for 14 years and you look at it business-wise like all right if he amounts to what we think he will be or a little less we're still getting a bargain and you know the way the salary cap goes up and players get paid more so it's like there's all right, no salary gonna... cap in baseball no yeah. but people manage it you know there's yeah, there's yeah. things course, that go into to, yeah. you you just can't be spending everything because it's like depending all right, on like revenue and what revenue yeah you yeah, can't yeah. so it's an invisible cap basically um so it's one of those risks where like Teams look like look at like, hey, we're gonna pay you a lot of money, and we're gonna if you amount to anything close to it, we get a bargain. And then the player looks at it like, hey, I'm getting guaranteed money right bag. now. God even knows what happens What's in two years. Happen. Yeah, yeah, injuries. Yeah. And in baseball, you could you could go from all star to Harper. never again. Yeah, like I mean Bryce Harper, Harper got it back a lot. little bit. He got a little hurt, yeah. but but what I'm saying oh, is, yeah, yeah you. You just don't know. You could you could be an all star for five straight years, and then be a non all star for five straight years, have like three bad years, and then be an all star again. So like baseball is one of those tricky sports where, you know, usually in basketball you're a great player, you're a great player. Like you're gonna make all stars, you're gonna make be in the playoffs, yada yada. Baseball is all percentages and trends and different way they pitch you and strategize where. You got to take advantage of those years, uh, not in a football sense. In football, it's like I got to take advantage of it when I'm in my 20s to make this money. Right Baseball, away. it's like when you have an opportunity to, to cash in on a deal, whether you're 20, 30, or 40, you need to cash in because you don't know if you'll ever have a good season ever again, no matter how like good you are. Those contracts are more with position players. Cause I don't yeah, see you don't pitchers, do that for I don't for see pitchers. pitchers getting big, like – no. 10 plus deal contracts like, no they don't Trump do that with one you're right that's a very um, good point unless it's otani like i don't know why otani otani's about yet. to get a bag there yeah, um yeah he's they, he deserves a fucking 500 million like yeah they just announced that um the la angels owner is actually looking to sell so if they're looking to sell please. you're you're gonna look at um an otani deal to get rid of him or an Atani big deal to, you know, whoever comes in. Like, that's going to be my, my horse. So, either one's going to happen sooner than later. Because, um, yeah, Otani, he does it all. So, that's going to be interesting to watch. Literally. All right. And then, obviously, in baseball, we have Judge. 61 home run watch. The AL record and the Yankee record is 61 home runs by Roger Maris. Roger Maris. He'd be better. Uh, Babe Ruth for that. There's a great movie on that by Billy Crystal on HBO Max right oh, now that you could go 61? watch. It's yep. called 61. Yeah, With it. an asterisk, you could go yeah. watch that. With It'll give you, yeah. it's a, good movie. Give you a little it. into good, the yeah. Yankee lore. I started watching it. I'm like an hour in. I watched it before, but I wanted to kind of refresh when I was like drunk one time. But uh, yeah, hopefully, you know, he they're playing right now. They're first in their division, but, you know, nice MVP. Uh, we got exactly like 35 i'm going to say 34 so and he he's on pace 11, if he gets 12 huh he needs 11 or 12 yeah so he's at 49 so he needs uh 12 13. to break the no 13 to break the record so i'm thinking 
He's got Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday before September. If he makes, if he if he gets one home run in this next three days, he'll be at fifty. So that means he'll have to get twelve over the whole month of September, and then a few games in October. It's very doable. But what you got to do is you got to hit a lot of home runs now versus waiting now, for yeah. like five and two weeks yeah. later because then the pressure builds. That's what the pressure builds. He got yeah. fifty nine that year, and it's like, he and he had to crushing. hit. Bro, he, he had to hit. He hit like eleven in like two weeks too to get there. Bro, he was he was crushing it. Literally, like I I didn't watch baseball that much, but mm-hmm. like the year he was going off, I was locked in on Marlins games because this dude was doing something every fucking night, bro. Like, yep, crazy bombs. They were getting out of the stadium in like two seconds, three seconds. Like you're like, yo, what the fuck is going on? Like for real, yeah. So. You know, good good to see that he got paid. Went to the Yankees, still doing his thing. But nah, Judge Judge is on another level, and he he knows that what's at stake. So yeah, that's gonna be fun to watch. Give me Sandy Alcantara. Let's go, Shy Young. Just give it to my guy now, bro. Like I don't even care. This dude held the Dodgers to like five six hits, one run. Put the money on it, plus one eighty. Hit complete game. This guy does not pitch less than seven innings. I'm just mad hype. It sucks because he's probably gone in a year or two. But mm, yep, M- maybe even less. But yeah, he's pitching. He's doing his thing. They have a uh, they got great pitching in in uh, Miami right now, and they don't have an identity right now. They don't have a uh, you know really where they're going. They're kind of bringing up you know Latin players and kind of making it work. And they got some great starting pitching, but. Uh, I mean, I hope they, uh, you know, selfishly, I hope they put a good product on the field. This is the first year since I moved down here, or in the last five years, I haven't gone to a game. Hopefully, I get out It'd be there good for, for the a city, game randomly man. On, in September. Yeah, I hope they do good. For the fucking city. Shout out DJ Khaled. God did. God, God did. did. Hove God did. did. <laughs> Yo, this man had, bro, he had everybody on that fucking album. Like it's literally the Avengers. Like that, the memes are like legit. Like, who who's not on his album? Like Dude, we, we got we got everybody. an interlude. We got an interlude on DJ Khaled's album. I, I hope you all knew that. I only listened to, I only listened to uh, the Hove uh, song. God, is it called God Did? God Did, yeah. Man, Hove, fucking man, he's the goat. Like lyrically, like they they call him the the double entendre king because he just the way and and the only way to listen to Hove in the last few years is you gotta read the lyrics while you listen to him because if you're not old enough to get his lyrics, a lot of it will go over your head. He's talking about past events, past people, things that I'm telling you, he knows how to. He doesn't do a lot of punchlines where. You know, he'll say a line and be like, get it, get it. You know what I mean? He's not going to do a setup like that. Like, a lot of it will go over your head. So, uh, you know, if don't you're even above. Ask me how. Shit. Don't, yeah. <laughs> if you're above the age of 30, you get a lot of his, uh, especially if you're from New York. Obviously, he's our goat. He's my goat in, in rap. But the fact that he's still putting out music in uh, and quality music, quality bars and Blessing a track like for DJ Khaled. That, that's why how you know DJ Khaled got that juice. He's getting hove to do a three minute verse. Yeah, like, B, what? I'm, I gotta do it for Khaled. You know, come on, dog. 
I got I got to pay the bills. Blue Blue needs to go to school. <laughs> right. <laughs> You're nuts. I got twins you, now. Yeah, he's got. He, he banged out a lot of kids uh, all at once. He didn't. Uh, you know, he didn't waste no time. God bless. Shit, he did waste a lot of time. Actually, he should have been had kids early on. Um, before I do, um, Esco's movie review. You got any shout outs? Got any topics? Real quick, you want to spit off? Before we wrap up, thirty eight. Kick, you know, kick, 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 kick. <laughs> I just, I don't know, man. Like, it's been a, a weird, like, last week and a half, you know, since I got back from, from South Florida. I kind of just, like, been, like, doing my own thing and, like, especially the last week and a half. Like, every time I leave, like, I get in a funk. But it's all right, cause you know I get out of it. I miss, I miss you. I miss I miss my brother. You know my my parents and shit. So it's good to switch up and have something different every now and then. But I know I don't even feel like I see you a lot when you're down there. But hey, I'm not gonna know. complain. I get you we for at least super movie. you know an super hour and a half. Yes, yeah, super that was dope. Was I, I I fell asleep for five minutes in it. I kind of got my my drank on a little too early. You know. Whatever, I had fun. <laughs> you came out of nowhere with the masks. I'm like, yo, what? <laughs> yeah, we had uh, we had yeah, choose choose your character type mask, like little kids mask you put on. Who was I? I was uh, I was Frieza, of course. Yep. The the Frieza. one of the best villain. bad guys of all time. Yeah, ultimate villain for real. He got a new transformation. Frieza Black. Ooh. Black Frieza. What was trending on Twitter the other day? Uh, cooler. Yeah, probably. You seen that? Nah. It was cooler. It was well, like, oh, this so, is Freeze's brother or Freeze's cousin, like cooler, and yeah. like it was hashtag. I think they were trying to get either the movie or there's another series coming so, up. So, so Black Frieza, one hit Goku and Vegeta at their strongest form. So Black Frieza <laughs> gotta be legit. Shit. Shit. God bless fucking Frieza. He's amazing. Yeah, but that movie was dope. You know, obviously it's uh. Quality wise, it was, you know, I'm not looking it's for quality when movie, I watch bro. Dragon, but yeah, yeah, it's it's just I'm looking there to be some cool quotes, some some a little bit good storyline. I fell asleep, and then we we watched that movie at 5 p.m. and I was yeah. uh you know a couple hours into my pregame, so yeah, you don't judge go me after and shit, you know. Yeah, you know I mean, where did I go that day? Uh, I went to a bowl. I, I played bowling. Yeah, that was fun too. Yeah. yeah, it was a long night. Oh, a long night actually. My. Shit, that night ended for me at like three eight three a.m. So damn, son. We won't we won't go into those details. Any anything else? Nah, nah, nope. man, nah, not not this week. Okay. So uh, we talked about the Dragon Ball Z movie. Um, HBO is doing a movie doc on the Sycamore High School team. I saw that BS High. BS High. That's gonna be good. Why not? Because that was uh. I mean, on Utility Players, we had an episode where we talked about that back in the last year. That was, uh, yeah, it's it's going to be fun to look into that because it's like, how did these motherfuckers be, be, be BBSing? Uh, BS, ESPN, and all this. But maybe there's some things we didn't know. Maybe there's some uh, ESPN people that knew about it and let it go on. And hey, fuck it. You know what I mean? Good publicity. Any publicity is good publicity. So you, you always think some things are like mistakes or like how did this happen? But 
there's maybe a couple hands that we don't know about behind right. the scenes that allowed it to happen, knowing more info than we uh, That's than why we ESPN thought. has so many layoffs, probably. <laughs> Shit. Uh, House of Dragon, have you uh, – I, fr- I always yep. forget this topic. You've been watching? Yep, I watched last night. Yep, yep, yep. Watched the week before. Show's crazy. Renair's got bef- that dog in her. She don't give no fuck. She got that doll in her, bruh. Yeah, so we... Fuck what everyone says and pulled up. (laughs) Yeah, she don't give a damn. I don't give a damn if I'm 13. Um, When we recorded 37 with Koryak, uh, that episode debuted episode one. (laughs) I went right right away and watched it, bro. See, but I was day drinking. I was drinking during the pod, and then I I went right to the living room, and I was watching it like this. (laughs) <laughs> one I eye. I, was I got drunk. lucky because I took a nap before. Oh, I took yeah. a nap and I, Wait, you, I put you it on. Edit, we did the pod and you took a nap and then woke up to no, that? No, 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 no. I took a nap before the pod. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say, damn. That's why I was so locked in because I had just, you know, I got my yeah, beauty sleep. Yeah, I felt I kind of like was do- not dozing off because it obviously not because of the the show. It was just a lot going on there during that day. It was a long day mentally and physically. So then we we rewatched it two nights ago in New York. Oh my god, rewatching it the second time was like rewatching. I rewatched it too. It was like watching re-watched it the first it time because a lot of things you know when you you need a little warm up. You know what I mean when you turn yeah. it on and hit play. Boom, they're going oh. into storylines and, and names yeah, that you forgot rip, and rip, all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so I put it on, and, like, off-rip, you get the dragon flying in the air. And my mom's like, ay, con dragones? Like, oh with dragons? God. I'm like, yeah, mom, Did she watch it, dragons. or she, you just had no, it on no, no, when no, you were there? No. I just put it on. I was like, I'm Got watching you. this. I don't care. What you doing? Like, yeah, <laughs> you could, you could fucking sit there and crochet. <laughs> yeah, no, my mom be crocheting. <laughs> I don't even I'm know that. I just made it up. I know, that's funny. And no, I watched it again, and there's a scene, the first episode, where he tells the doctor, yo, do what you got to do. I I need my son. And then they go back and forth from that scene to the scene where they're battling for the air. Fam. Fam. That shit, bro. I'm just like, fuck. This is, like, nuts. Because the people... Don't know what's going on in the battle, and the people in yep. the battle don't know what's going on there. Exactly, and, like, and they find out, and like the whole energy shifts, and I'm just like, "Yep, Buck. yeah." It was a, and then there was a good conversation when, right when he tells her that he's gonna, she's gonna be the heir. Um, that whole dialogue, bringing up names, bringing up that you know their past ancestors saw, you know, they dreamt that it was gonna be a cold winter and all that. Now they're foreshadowed. Because you got to keep in mind, like, if you guys need help watching um, House of Dragons, right now we're now re-watching Game of Thrones again. This will be my fourth time re-watching the whole series because I'm addicted. Yeah, I'm addicted. Um, because while you're watching season one, now, rather than before, I'm now seeing things in House of Dragons and names. So names that are mentioned in House of Dragons that are 150 years before season one, episode one, I'm, I'm, they're matching up. So if you need to Google, like, the the family tree of Game of Thrones, that's helped me out a little bit just to get kind of understand who's who and what's what. Um, it's kind of like, dude, it's a, it's a whole nother world. It's, it's kind of like mm-hmm. Star Wars. You know how Star Wars people um, think it's a religion, think it's a lifestyle? That's what Game of Thrones is for some people in 
man, I could I could yeah. go on the family tree. I could tell you everybody who they're related to and how and why just because over the last week I've overconsumed it. I'm really excited to see how they're going to do it, like, episode by episode, because, mm-hmm. like you said, this is 172 years before Daenerys, before Daenerys yes. Targaryen. Yep. And then from, from episode one to episode two, it's been six months. It's yeah, you're right. They did do that. I had to rewind that to catch that. Yeah, because she even the daughters, Renera says, like, oh, it's been six months, half a year since my mom died. Yep. And then the king It's good that says, they said that and you caught that. That was a good catch. Yeah, so, like... What are they going to do for the third episode? Third episode, we getting violence. Like, oh yeah, we getting violence they, in third episode for shit, sure. Like, someone's getting up. murked. Someone's getting murked. So yeah, Game so. of Thrones waits a, a couple episodes and just to Game warm you Thrones, up a little bit. What I, Game of Thrones? People between that shit on the timeline, like it's the fucking Super Bowl or NBA Finals yeah, game. Like, motherfuckers yeah, live I, tweet that shit. Yeah, I try so not don't to go, go on Twitter. Twitter. That. Don't go on yeah. Twitter because we be live tweeting that shit. Dog. Like, yeah. people be streaming Game of Thrones episodes. Like, like you said, people go hard about GOT. Yeah, main character. I thought you know, just seeing her in episode one, I didn't think she'd uh, you know she fit. Episode two, she grew on me a lot, and then um, Damien Damond. Uh, yeah. He he plays his cocksucker role very yeah. well. Yeah. Sinister, ready to do anything. He he plays his role. He got the look. And then uh, I seen a I see <laughs> I seen a meme today that that dude that had the meeting with him in season episode two at the end that he's oh, talking uh, to him by the fireplace. The somebody rel- somebody put him and Future next to each other. <laughs> oh oh, Corliss Corliss. Toilet, yeah, yeah, they put him in future yeah. with the blonde hair and the dreads. I was yeah. dying. Yeah, it's like there was a meme. Uh, the first after the first episode, it was like the one thing Corliss knew was not to drink with white people because when she went to give him a drink, he put his hand over the cup. He did. Like, yeah, nah, chill. that's funny. Like, he knew not to drink with white people. <laughs> that's a good point. I like that. Yep. So, uh, hey, I'm but- I'm glad he said no to to his daughter, bro, because that's weird. She's twelve. Dog, you, nah, I tell Brie all the time. Like every, even back then, like I, I nah. no, bro, no. <laughs> it's okay. It's weird in general. Or they think about it. What I tell Brie is, you have to understand. Back then, there was no, there was no law, and also right. there was it was at it was more it was more common. Wait, ninety eight percent of it was common, right? Yes, he. The only way you think it's weird is if you have emotions towards it, right? And you're like, wait, I don't want to bang her. She's 12, right? If you have a moral obligation. Not because you think it's not common because it is common. But all they want to do, bro, back in that day is keep that legacy, keep that, pass it on forward. And they don't view marriage and having a kid like we do, we look at it yeah. as a social thing and, you know, a moral thing and keeping it nice and clean. Them, like, they're like, what do I have to do to keep this going? That's all yeah. they care about. So you have like, to keep that in mind, too. I think I think the reason the uh, king was like, nah, was because when he has a daughter and they're, like, around the same age, kind of, sort yeah. of. The second thing was like she's twelve. She but is young though. She was like, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. She was like, oh, my mother told me I don't have to bed you till I'm fourteen. Ooh, you used the Mad word bed. Weird. I was gonna use that word too. Come bed. on, bro. I'm out here, dog. I lock it. I lock it. Like nice. Come on. I like that. And you know, he had already been building a relationship with with the other girl, Allison. So like, you know. Yeah, I think he's. Nah, she's bro. meant for him more. I think uh, that's and, a little spoiler that point, alert if you haven't watched that, episode. In two. that time. In that time, like, 
like you said, they're not looking at age, they're not looking at anything. Like for Corliss, like it's an honor to like give up his daughter to the king. Like, yeah, bro, like here, take my daughter. Like, yeah. So you could keep that like smart. Valerian and he played thing, it well bro. too, where he's not at liberty to like force him to f- marry her. So he did it in an indirect way, like go see him in his chambers, go like befriend him versus oh, the go the be king? too strong. Yeah, the hand of yeah, the king, yeah, like. Yeah. I like the way he did that. That's a that's a chess move. Uh, that's a chess yeah. move right there. Like, I don't, trust don't make him, it obvious, and you can't blame him because all he because nah, if somebody no. you can't, if somebody accused him of something, it was just like, I mean, there's no back record of that. It was just them two dealing with it. She was kind of weird about it, but hey, like I She's said, young, bro. women like, want power too. In though, you got to think of those times too. Women, if you're not birthing children and having them for a or for a nobody, you rather do that for a king at any age. Yeah. So like that's the yeah. mentality. So people that try to think of it as like a realistic thing, like stop stop thinking of it as weird. Yeah. And yeah. which we should because it is weird. Like you don't have to bed with somebody, but you're married to them for at twelve. It is weird right. in general for sure. Yeah. But let's think of it Game of Thrones. It's not fucking weird. Like I'm watching season one, episode two, and Call Drago's going in on Daenerys and she's like twelve years old. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Under the moonlight, ripping that girl apart, <laughs> like ripping. <laughs> the the one thing that I mean, we're gonna put spoiler alerts in the fucking. Um, yeah, I'll make sure to do that. Descriptions because we we got kind of carried away with this, but like I'm I'm glad we did. The one thing that I didn't like, I don't know if I. If you're a real fan and haven't watched it by Tuesday, you're not a real fan. Let's be yeah, honest. Yeah, you're slacking. But go ahead. Was when he announced that he was gonna marry Shorty, Allison. And, like, before that, his daughter, like, gave him, like, a head nod. Like, yeah, go ahead and announce it. But then when mm. he announced it and the, she the didn't two girls know. made eye contact, like, she was – but they were talking before. And, like, yeah. she, she gave him the head nod, like, yeah, go ahead and do it. But then, like, it's not what she was expecting or, like, yeah. she didn't think he'd actually go through with this. So, like, that part kind of, like, you know, I'm a little I think they, I think that. in the writing they wanted you to think that she thought that girl had a chance – and she was trying to imply it in a way to her. So when she heard it or that they were going to announce it, she thought that Buddy, her dad was like, going to mess with Yeah, they're friends. They're, and yeah. Shit, you know? And that's why, um, that's why I love when the season started. It was like there was two, two quotes, and I'll end my side on this, was two quotes stood out to me was talking about the dragons and, and the Targaryen. Like without the dragons, it's all an illusion. Without the dragons, we're just like them. Yeah. You know, it's all Fugazi. It's kind of like, like we need the dragons, yes, but like we are just like them. We are a, uh, we are a vulnerable to everything else that humans are uh, outside of the dragons. And also, um, I forgot my second point, but uh, just as far as that lineage and that real realization of like anything could happen. Oh, the other point was. Um, that they talked in, I think, in the first couple minutes of the season was, um, fuck, what was I going to say? Oh, the uh, because they have dragons and they're so powerful, the they're not going to, basically, they wouldn't be dethroned or, or uh, taken down by an outside force. It would be all right. internal. It would be oh, all in yeah. family. Like, only we can fuck this yeah. up, basically. Yeah, and I love that because yeah. I'm like, that's exactly what's going to happen. Nope. No, it's, yeah. any last thoughts? I, I'm just, I'm just 
pissed because Stop. I got into Game of Thrones later. Mm-hmm. So I was able to binge, you know, like yeah. most of it. Most yeah. of it. Now I got to fucking watch. I got like wait every Sunday to fucking yeah. tune in with everyone else. You've only and gone through the season, all the seasons once? Yeah. Yeah. I know Game you're not. I know it's a lot to go through, but like. No, nah, I can't. It'll be it. worth like, it one time if. You know, uh, it's a no, lot. It's I know eight how it's seasons of ten. Yeah. I know how. It's no, but end. no, but bro, you really do understand a lot more of I've it. I tried, man. I tried. Okay, and okay. Like, and I then just, it's not for you. You're not. You're not I've a weirdo. Seen like, I, I've seen like certain episodes. You know, like I go back yeah. and watch certain episodes, but like, nah, man. Nah. Just like how they fucking just they destroyed that shit. Yeah, they're doing a great job. I'm happy about it. It is what it is. So. Let's get into to end this episode and then, you know, whatever. Elvis's uh, movie review, what to watch. So, on the plane to New York, I watched The Gray Man on Netflix. Fire. I'll give you a little background about it, you know, because uh, I'm trying to improve this segment for my viewers, for the people. In this movie, it's on Netflix, streaming right now. You got Ryan Goslin, main character. The protagonist in this is uh, Chris Evans. <laughs> And we got your girl in it. My, that's wifey. That's wifey. Anna Diarmas. I love Diarmas. her. Uh, we got she can Billy do King. She wants to me. Yeah, dude. She's uh, yeah, she's something else. Billy Bob Thorin. Uh, yeah, we got some good acting in there. Uh, let's see. Little, uh, little, you know, little storyline of it. No spoilers on this. When the CIA. Most skilled operative uh, whose true identity is known to non-accidental uncovers uh, dark agency secrets. A psychopathic former colleague uh, puts a bounty on his head and uh, setting off a global manhunt by international assassins. So basically, how I looked at this film um, going into it, I knew it was a lot of action, a lot of, you know, gun... You know, gunplay, a lot of like behind the scenes government stuff. I kind of could tell by the, um, by the background of the commercials of it. But acting was great. There is a scene in the movie halfway through. It's about if the movie's, and I'm estimating, if the movie's an hour and a half, two hours, it's literally in the middle of, of the movie. It is one of the greatest car, gun, oh, with yeah, a train yeah. um, chases yeah, I've nice. ever seen in a movie, bro. I'll be honest, like, I'm watching it on a plane, on my phone, and I'm into it. My Like, my hands are sweaty. You know what I mean? Like, naturally, not even trying. I'm just watching it, and I'm like, holy shit. And I'll, some of it is outlandish. Some of it is <laughs> it's obscure, obtuse. It's just, like, people jumping from a train on a flying car and all this. I get it. It's a movie, so I'm trying to dumb it down. But it is one of the best fucking uh, high-speed chases uh, with guns involved and, and, and cars and trains that I've ever seen. Um, the storyline was good, decent, you know, kept me engaged. Didn't end well. Uh, no spoilers on this. Didn't end, you know, I feel like it was so much build-up towards everything. The ending was kind of like, ah, oh, okay, they ended it. Cool. The end. You know, one of those. Um, I compare it to a lot of like Born Identity, yeah, Jason Bourne movie, John Wick. It had that type of, you know, like where John Wick is kind of obscure and how the scenes are. It's like, how do you get out of that? You know what I mean? And then Jason Bourne, it's kind of the same thing where he's like a radical fleeing 
stuff like that. Overall, I give it, um, you know, my first score was low sevens, but I reevaluated 7.5 because I think it's in between a seven and eight, maybe on the lower end, seven, two, seven, four. Uh, but I thought it was a, it was a, a decent movie to watch. Not great. Something that, you know, two hours throw it on. If you're hungover, if you want to have like nothing else to watch, throw of, it on. Yeah. I feel like that's how a lot of Netflix movies have been recently. Like pretty decent, but nothing mm-hmm. like I'm blown away with. And, and Anna Darmus. Mm. and works with the new film that I need know, to see kill, her more. They kill off her family and she like goes off some some type John Wick shit. So yeah, it's I funny. Her name in the movie is Danny Miranda. It's kind of like sim- not similar to her name, but it's like kind of got the same watch, letters in the flow. <laughs> watch watch Deep Water. Nope, oh, writing it down. Is, uh, we see some it's on Hulu. We see some nudity. It's, it's her. Side it's boot? her and, and Ben Affleck. We see side it's boob? not even. It's not even good. But just her. Do just watch her. Side boob. Just watch her. <laughs> just watch the movie, Ray. Pissing me off. All right, well, if I don't see, if just I don't watch, see half nip or side boob, I'm pissed off. What are you gonna do? Drive to fucking Georgia and fight me? Ah, fucking wait until I see you in two and a half months and fucking punch you in the dick. It, it'll be sooner than that. It'll be All sooner right. than that. All right, bet, bet. All right, anything to end episode thirty eight? Yeah, that's Esco's movie review. For episode 38, Gray Man, The Gray Man on Netflix. My score, 7.5. I wanted to be a little fluffy with it, but could have, and I could have viewed it in the, in the low sevens. But it's a good watch, good action pack. You know, Ryan Tomatoes, give my boy a job. Yeah, you won't be, you won't be bored watching it is all I'm trying my to boy, say. My boy, non-biased. <sighs> episode 38, let's end it. I love y'all. Pat? All right. I love y'all. Every single one of y'all. That's it. We got and, we got NFL coming. Oh, go ahead. And, and for the ones that, that love us back, I love you even more. For the we've ones been that don't, we get, we've been getting a lot of love lately. We love you too. So they didn't believe in us. Thank God, dude. There's actually Yo, human there's beings out there, out there that don't. It upsets me. Shame on them. Shame on them. <laughs> we gotta, uh, I was gonna make you play it, boy, but we just reenact it. God did. God did. <laughs> God did. Episode 38. Alpha Zest by Full Time. Peace.